Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Victims of sexual assault often go through a second traumatic ordeal when they report the incident and seek treatment. Deanna Booker, an RN in the Riverside Emergency Department, is working to change that, and she joins us. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. Joining us on the podcast today is Deanna Booker. Deanna, welcome. Hi, thank you. You're an RN at Riverside in the emergency department. Correct. And also the SANE program coordinator. That's right. And that's what we're going to talk about today, SANE. Uh, Tell us what SANE stands for and and, and what it means. Uh, SANE stands for Sexual Assault Nurse Examiner. That means that as an emergency room nurse, I took a 40-hour didactic training that is held by the Illinois Attorney General. And after that training, I completed a rotation of clinical requirements, taking care of patients and survivors of sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. Um, I would guess from an emotional, uh, physically, a, a lot of different levels. Uh, it's such an, um, a traumatic thing that there's a lot, a lot that goes into that. So let's, let's kind of talk a little bit about that. What, uh, somebody who, uh, uh, a sexual assault victim that comes in, uh, it just, they're, they're, there has to be a lot of a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to do. How do you handle all that? Part of our SANE training is to lead with a trauma-informed approach or trauma-informed care, which means putting yourself in the shoes of that patient mm-hmm. and understanding that what they've been through is not always something that they can just come out and tell you. It takes a lot of bravery, a lot of courage to come forward and say that that's happened to them. Sure. So um, we always care for our patients with that empathy. Yeah. And yourself, you've been an RN for how long? I've been an RN for six years. Okay. And all of that ER-based or have you been in other settings? All of it ER-based. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of your thing, your forte is knowing in the ER. And, and so traumas come through all the time of different types. Yes. But this is a very a unique one that, that with it, there are a lot of different, different issues that arise aside from the emotional, I guess, because um, there's there's going to be an investigation, a, a, a police case, if you will, that there, things have to be done in a certain way. And that's part of the training, I would guess. Yes, it is absolutely part of that formal training. Um, not only do you, are you taking care of the patient that's just been through such a, tr- a terrible traumatic experience, but also you're taking care of their emotions. Sure. So as a trauma nurse, we are trained to get those life threats and see the patient and their injuries. Yeah. Um, and when you're trained as a sexual assault nurse, you're trained to make sure that the number one thing is that you make sure that the patient can trust you and that, that, you, that you believe them yeah. and that you work on those emotional pieces first. Yeah, I would, I would think so. And then you can then offer all of the medical care that the, the patient needs. Yeah, and I would think a program like this and having this kind of training in an ER is important for the community. So people know that they that um, this is something that, that you've been specially trained in. Yes, that that is absolutely correct. Yeah. Just, um, just a thought, if something like this were to happen to me, I would want someone there that has had that specialized training. Yeah, and, it's, and it, there are others in the ER, not just yourself, 
who have been trained in some way in, in this program as well? Yes, we actually have one other state nurse that currently works within our emergency department. Um, and there are four other nurses that have gone through the didactic training and are on their way to their clinical rotation. Yeah. Now, with, with regard to sexual assault, is it, I'm going to guess it isn't always a case of the, the victim comes right from the incident to the ER. There, there may be time in between and things like that. Uh, how, how is that handled and how, how are you trained to, to deal with that kind of situation? Well, as a um, sexual assault nurse examiner, I have been trained that this is often something that it takes them a little bit of time just to wrap their head around what has happened to them. Um, often whenever a patient has gone through that experience, they feel as if they might have been killed or they may not remember everything that happened and yeah. it might take them a little bit of time. So with my training, I've learned that I need to give them time and I need to give them the encouragement and give them the support that they might need um, to be able to tell me their story and to tell me what happened to them. Yeah. I'm sure a victim has to, has to retell the story, unfortunately, many times through the process, which is not, not an easy thing to have to go through. Yes. Unfortunately, that in the past, that has been something that has happened to survivors. Is um, It's something called secondary victimization, where the survivor need, has to tell their story to multiple people. And sometimes whenever that happens, it's re-victimizing them. It's mm, something sure. that, as a saying, we really focus on trying to limit the number of times that they have to talk to the, the police, the talk to the nurses, talk to the physicians, every person they talk to yeah. that could resurface that that injury to them. Mm -hmm. So we try to limit that. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Are there other community organizations that that are either involved in getting you know our, our team at Riverside SANE certified or that we work with as that certification or that process goes forward? Oh, yes, absolutely. There's a numer numerous amount of resources in our community. Um, one of them that the SANE program works closely with is Casey Casa, the Kankakee County Center Against Sexual Assault. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a team of advocates and representatives with throughout our community. And is that with Casey Casa? Are they, are they are they part of the same group, same organization? Casey Casa is the Kankakee County Center Against Sexual okay, Assault. That's what you said. Okay. Advocates, advocates and counselors who they respond 24/7 coverage. So they respond to the emergency anytime that there's a sexual assault survivor in our ER, um, and then they follow up with the patient. They give them medical legal services and advice, and we work very closely with them. Yeah. Um, not only through our sexual assault response team that meets once a month, but also our Kinky Irkoi Human Trafficking Task Force. Yeah. So together we um, come together. We update each other on new and new things that are going on in our community. Yeah. new laws that are coming into place, and we all work together to take care of our survivors the best way that we can. Sure. Yeah. I would guess there are people in the community that hear, will hear the term human trafficking and think, oh, it's, that's not here. That certainly doesn't happen around here in this kind of community. That's something that sounds like it happens in far-off lands and not, not, not in our world. But, but it, it is. It, it absolutely is happening here. And I agree with you there. There are a lot of people that might think, well, that probably isn't happening here. We're a small community and everyone knows everyone, but most definitely it's yeah. happening all over our country. Yeah. And, and are you and other ER staff trained to look for signs of that when, when someone comes into the ER, perhaps not as a sexual assault victim, but with something else? Are there signs that you look for that might indicate that could be happening? Yes. Um, all of the staff have been educated and informed on the red flag indicators that um, could possibly indicate that somebody is a human trafficking victim. 
Wow. And I would guess this is the same with sexual assault victims. If somebody comes in with some other kind of injury, there may be indications or you see something that, that perhaps there's something else that went on. And I don't know if you're able to try to surface that or ask questions that might get to that. Again, a very delicate thing. So I, I'm curious as to how that, that is handled. Yes, you're, it is delicate. It is sometimes hard for a patient to talk about as well. So um, the nurses take their time and screen the patients for safety, um, not only just for human trafficking and sexual assault, but also domestic violence and neglect and abuse. Yeah. So the nurses are trained on um, things to look for and how to approach that if it were to arise. Yeah. They also know their resources and what they can do if they need to reach out to someone. Yeah. Now talk, if you would, a little bit about the training that you go through um, with saying, you know, where, where does that take place and, and what kind of, you know, sessions or classes and things are there as you're trained? The Illinois Attorney General's office, they host the didactic training. <clears throat> they have them all over the state. Truly, their their staying coordinator, she travels all over to teach these courses. There's some online portion before you go to class, so you have a good foundation of what you're coming in to study for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you spend usually three days there in the classroom learning about the anatomy and physiology of the female and the male genitalia and mm-hmm. reproductive systems. Um, you learn proper techniques on evidence collection. Yeah. Um, most I think important, that'd be crucial. That is, it is, yes. But the most important piece when I went to my training, I found is truly how, how to use a trauma informed approach and how to think about what has happened to this patient and what they are going through. And, um, that really was a very big piece of my training. Different than the, than the nursing training you received in school. Was that touched on at all? Or is this really something that you don't get until you seek out that specialized training? Of course, in nursing school, they teach you empathy and putting yourself in that patient's shoes. Yeah. Um, but really, they don't touch base on something as deep, emotionally deep as yeah. what sexual assault is. Yeah. And so everyone understands you may not you may not have ever gone through that before. But same course teaches you how to take care of somebody who yeah. has, even yeah. though you have not. Yeah. So it's definitely a different form of learning for nurses. And you're right, it does include that crucial piece of evidence collection, proper evidence collection that will help the patient in the long run, years down the road, whenever they decide to go to to court with this. If someone wants more information or they maybe want to refer somebody to this very helpful information, how can they go about doing that? Yeah. If there is someone that has disclosed to you that they've been sexually assaulted, um, it is very important that they do get medical care. So, of course, they could come to the emergency department. Um, Also, they could call the the hospital phone number or the Riverside Emergency Department phone number, um, which is 815-935-7500. They could call an asked to speak to a nurse or to, to, to myself or one of the sexual assault nurses there. Wow. Well, Deanna Booker, we appreciate all the information that you've uh, you provided today. Uh, important, helpful information. And uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me.